Welcome to Honey Do You, the podcast where before we commit to a hot girl summer, we're asking who all is going to be there. Because if you're like me, you know you can't turn up with just everybody. All right, that was that was that was a lie. Because my my ass is not having a hot girl summer. I am having a lukewarm summer at best. Maybe I'll dip my toe in that hot girl summer, but. The way things are looking right now, I'm just going to be coasting out <laughs> till about September. So yeah, I just, I just don't lie that the hot girl summer, but that's a good segue into what I want to talk about today. Cause I want to talk about the lies that we tell ourselves, because when you think about it, we lie to ourselves more than we lie to anyone else. And we lie over and over and over again. And we may not realize that we're lying to ourselves. But we are. So I'm going to give you an example. And if any of these resonate or marinate somewhere up here, just 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 tag that line. All right. First one. Monday is my reset. I'm starting over. I'm going to, I'm going to start my diet plan. My nutrition is going to be on point. I'm going to enjoy the weekend. But Monday is my day one. Or starting next week. I'm going to go to the gym at least six days a week. I'm going all in or I'm starting this 30 day ab challenge. I'm going to be all in. I'm not missing a day, dot, dot, dot. Or what about after this weekend, I'm not drinking again. I'm, I'm taking a hiatus off the drinking. I acted a while. I, what was it? I wild out last weekend. I'm chilling this weekend. No more alcohol. Or I am not texting that man anymore. I'm done. I'm just going to pause on that one because we done all text. Again, after that one, that one, just one more time. I just want to see, just going to respond to this one last time. Or I'm off of social media. I need a break. I need a social media detox. How long does that detox usually last for you? So just, those are just some of the things that we will tell ourselves. And the funny thing is we do it over and over and over again, right? Monday through Thursday, we're on that nutrition kit. Come Friday, we're off it. <laughs> And then come Sunday night, we're telling ourselves we're going to start over again on day one, all over again. And if you think about it, what happens when someone lies to you repeatedly? Like think about somebody in your circle or somebody, you know, or a parent or a friend, whatever. What happens when somebody lies over and over and over again? You stop believing them. It's like that story that we grew up on. I'm a millennial. I don't know if everybody grew up on this story, but we grew up on the, the boy who cried wolf. And our parents, I know my parents and teachers and everybody went back to this story as like to reiterate a point. At some point, folks aren't going to believe you anymore. At some point, the value of your word has deteriorated so much that you're going to get eaten by that wolf by the end of the story, right? Nobody's coming to your rescue because you can't lie over and over and over again and expect people to believe you once you've made a pattern of it. And that's the same thing that works for us in our brain. At some point, your brain starts waiting on you to fail. I'm gonna say that one more time because I feel like that's a really big point. It's your brain starts waiting on you to fail. It recognizes a pattern. The action has become habitual and now that pattern is no longer at it, like in your conscious control. And that, that's when you think about it, that's crazy, right? You're, your brain is so used to you doing the same pattern of starting Monday that unconsciously by Friday, you're going right back to what you've been doing, right? You tell yourself Friday, I'm going to have one, I'm going to go out, I'm going to have a cheat meal, but Saturday I'm chilling. Then Saturday, you're like all day going buck wild. By that time, you're like, it's a wash. 
I'll, I'll just do whatever I want Sunday and then I'll restart Monday. At some point, that's not even in your control anymore. You're subconsciously going back to the same pattern that you've done over and over and over again because your brain recognizes that pattern and it wants to work through it. It's habitual. So with every failed attempt, it's now easier for you to quit. And it's like this crazy, wicked cycle that keeps repeating, right? Every time you, you give up on, on Friday or you drink again or you're doing whatever you said you weren't going to do, it just it's easier every time not to do it, right? It's easier every single time to go back to that pattern. So how do we break the cycle? How do we thrive rather than fail? And I think the key is in intentionally rewiring your brain. And it's in a process called self-directed neuroplasticity. And in this process, you will teach your brain how to stick to habits. And I think the key words here are baby steps. Most of the things that I said during the first couple of minutes were all big, hefty goals, right? I'm going to eat perfectly during the week. I'm working out six days. I'm getting off social media completely. Sometimes you just have to do a little bit at a time until you trust yourself again. And when I was thinking about this episode, it reminded me of being like in middle school, right? And I was a pretty, I, I think I was a good kid. I mean, you, you asked my mama, she might say something different, but I think I was an easy kid. I didn't get in trouble a whole bunch, but I do remember, no, okay, now I had strict parents. A C in my house was, was not going to happen. My parents were very, they were like, nope, you are not an average student. Nothing you do will be an average. So they expected top tier for me at all time. So I remember bringing home a C. <laughs> and I'm like, so I want to tell you what that C was. The C was, was in gym. I got a C in gym. The only C I got was in gym. And it was because in middle school, I had like, I had horrible knees, arthritis in my knees or something. And so I had to wear this brace. Like you ever seen those braces that go from like the middle of your thigh all the way down to like the, your ankle. I had to wear this brace and because of it, I could not participate in gym for like three or four months as long as I had that brace on. And so my grade was completely health, right? They, they couldn't grade me for gym class. They had to grade me for health. Nobody paid attention in health. I think I got a C one semester in health and my mom and dad were like, nope. They put me on a schedule. I was to come home after school every day at three o'clock. We had this desk in... Um, in our house, it was like this leather, beautiful desk my mom had. And I had to sit at that desk for an hour and a half to two hours every single day, regardless of whether or not I, I had anything to study. She, my parents, my mom was like, you're going to find something to, to learn, something to study. So I would sit there and study. And then, you know, two hours later, I could do my chores, 30 minutes of downtime, shower and bed. Like they had me on a regimented schedule. I was not bringing home a C again. And I just knew that I had to do everything in my power to get them to trust me again for they, so that I would, they would know that I was not going to bring home a C again. I was showing effort. And so I would, I started doing everything. My room was perfect. I was cleaning my room on a daily basis. I was cleaning the house, right? My mom used to have us shine and polish her fancy silverware. This is back in like the nineties, you know, whatever we had silverware that was fancy that she used to keep. You guys ever had like the China cabinet where your parents would keep the good stuff. So I would pull out the, the good silverware polish it with her brass or whatever it was, the polish. Um, I'd be outside raking leaves for hours. We had a house with a big old yard all the way around. Three, 75% of the yard was trees and <laughs> the amount of leaves that were on the ground was, was insane. And I'd be out there for hours, just raking, just raking, raking or washing the car. And my mom used to be like a, she was a severe anemic and she didn't recognize this. 
And she used to just eat ice all the time because her body was craving. I guess it was, I don't know what it is in the ice that your body craves, but her body was craving, I'm going to assume iron or something. Um, and so she used to just chow down on ice all the time. So if I wanted to get in her good graces, I would make sure that I had her ice bag ready. And it wasn't just like a bag of ice. No, my mother's, she was particular. So she would have like a Ziploc of bag, Ziploc bag filled with ice. And then she would have this wood mallet that she would clobber down on and crush it like sonic ice, you know, the good ice. So she would crush her ice down small and put a spoon in the bag. Then she would stand over the oven in the kitchen turn it on, open the door so she could stand over it, eat her ice and still stay warm. So before she would get home from work, my idea was I'm going to have that bag ready for her. So I would get the bag. I would crush up the ice. I'd have my little spoon or her little spoon. I put it in the bag, had the oven preheated for her. So as soon as she walked in the door, it was ready. And she would look at me every time like, what do you want? She just knew. (laughs) But after a while of doing just the good graces, small acts, continuous small acts. My parents, you know, trusted me. My grades came in and I was off punishment. And so I think that that idea of rebuilding that trust by showing small acts that are repeated on a regular basis can help rewire your brain. And so think about the goals that you have for yourself and create smaller versions of them. So your mini goals for nutrition, right? Instead of saying, I'm going to revamp my entire uh, nutrition schedule. I'm going to go on this huge diet, cut everything out. I'm going to meal plan, meal prep. Instead of doing all that, maybe you just say, I'm going to make sure that with every single meal, I add a fruit or vegetable. That's it. Maybe you tell yourself every time I go to the restroom, every time I go potty, I'm going to drink a bottle of water every single time. Or you just say, I'm not going to prep every meal. I'm going to have one meal prepped a day. And that's where I'm going to start. Smaller steps. If your goal is the gym, instead of saying, I'm going to work out every day and follow this 30-day program, start small, three days a week. When I first started working out years and years ago, I didn't really know where to start. So I just said, three days, that's all I'm going to do. And it didn't matter what I was what I did. It was just the act of movement. It was some days I would just walk the dog. Some days I would, you know, I think this is in my gym intimidation area where I was still very wary of going to the gym because, you know, I was a, at that, that time I was 50 pounds heavier. Um, so it was it was nerve wracking for me to go to the gym. So it would be maybe there was a video on YouTube that I would watch, right? Or a boxing video or walking in place, just something, some form of exercise three days a week, minimum of 30 minutes. And if I missed Monday and Tuesday, I still had the rest of the week to get it done. And so I could double down on that, right? So smaller goals that are attainable and achievable. Um, Maybe if you social media, less social media, you don't want to be as much of a consumer as you are now. Maybe you limit it. I love my 30 and 30. My 30 and 30 says first 30 minutes of every day and the last 30 minutes of every day, Social media is not a thing for me. I will not check my phone. I will not check email, nothing. That is my time. That's my time to reflect. I just don't want to, I don't want to go to sleep with social media images in my head, right? Or maybe you just tell yourself, I won't touch my phone during mealtimes, right? That's a, a no phone time for me. Just a small way to reach a larger goal. 
And I think the big thing to remember is you're the one who's setting the goal, right? These, this is your, you're the one who's setting it in the first place. And there has to be an underlying reason why. There has to be something in you that knows that you're capable of wanting more or you've got a goal for a reason, but just be realistic about what you're setting for yourself so that you're not lying to yourself over and over and over again. I would hate for you to lose trust in yourself and not believe that you are capable of anything that you put your mind to just because you're setting your goals too high. I'm going to say this and then I'm going to close out. So <laughs> y'all know I'm a teacher and I had a really good conversation with my girlfriend, Mandy. Um, and she's actually going to be on the podcast. She's, well, you might've met her already, <laughs> depending on when I put this episode out, but we had a great conversation about C work, right? Somebody like me, I told you guys a story about my parents and how C is an average, right? And they didn't want me to be average, but I'm going to tell you where that train of thinking sometimes can prevent you from moving forward in the way that you need to. So as a teacher, we, we grade, right? I give my kids assignments. They turn it in, they get a grade for it. What happens if they don't turn it in? Well, they get an NHI and an NHI means not handed in. That's a zero. You get a zero, it dramatically brings your grade down regardless, right? What if they would have just, even if they half, I'll say half arsed it, right? Even if they did bare minimum and they got a D or an F, that's better than a zero. You can't expect to get A plus work every single time. Some days you are, you're just not there. Some days it's just about getting your butt to the gym. It's just about making sure that you eat a meal. So sometimes average is okay because an average is better than not turning anything in at all. So give yourself some grace here. Do what you can do in the moments that you can do them. Understand that not everything is going to be, you're not going to hit, there's no perfection here. Not everything is attainable in the time frame that you want it to happen. Be patient with yourself. And again, remember your underlying reason why. Smaller goals, don't lie to yourself. You deserve better. So if I said something today that spoke to you in any way, uh, please, please, please subscribe to this podcast and stay up to date with everything that's coming out. Um, and also share it with a friend. If you know somebody that's going through the same same mind frame or same situation that you've been going through and you, you feel like you guys can set some goals together, reach out, share the podcast with them. Um, and remember, you are inherently worthy, regardless of what you accomplish, regardless of what you do, how much money you make, where you live, you're worthy. I see you and I love you. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.